Hi, I'm Jessica. And I'm Ashley, and we're the Theme Parkettes. Find out more about us, our store, our vacation planning services, and more at themeparkettes.com. Welcome to part one of our three-part series, Planning a Disney Wedding. As you may know, our girl Ashley got married at Walt Disney World last fall, and we are here to not only tell you about it, but of course, to help if you want. Why are there three episodes? Great question. In this first episode, we're covering the basics. If you've ever been curious about what it's like to plan a Disney wedding, what it costs, what options you have, all of those questions will be answered in this episode. Next episode is almost two hours. That's right. Part two is two hours long, but it is chock full of golden information and insights. For someone who is actually seriously considering a Disney wedding or has even started planning, we are getting into it. We break down absolutely everything in a way I have never seen before. I have asked her all the tough questions and she is very honest and she tells you everything you need to know. So get your notebook out, send it to your friends. We get into all the do's and don'ts and we're going to demystify that entire process for you. And finally, episode three is my favorite. It's the story of what actually happened to Ashley and all of us, her guests, on her wedding weekend. It is crazy. It's shocking. You know what? I don't want to spoil it. So I'm not going to say any more. Just it's a great story. And I also have Ashley look back and tell us her best advice, what she'd do differently, if anything, and her top tips for Disney brides and grooms. You do not want to miss that. So just listen to the parts that you want. As usual, it's all broken down in the show notes or listen to the whole thing and dig in with us. It's here for you. And I can't wait. So let's get started. All right, Ashley, let's start at the very beginning. Like the very beginning. Like I'm going to try not life. to sing the sound of music <laughs> right now, but okay. So you're little Ashley. Are you one of those girls, one of those kids, I should say, who always dreamed of having a Disney wedding? So this is a very... Uh... I got I get this question a lot. I've gotten this question a lot. Um, and I think part of the reason why people have asked this question is because like the number one thing that a lot of people have assumed in my life before before this wedding was planned was that I was going to get married at Disney. So as a kid, I I mean, I definitely had that dream of getting married at Disney, but the dream was very specific. It was very much like getting married in front of Cinderella's castle. And I also had this idea in my head that what I was dreaming of was unique to me. That like there wasn't anybody else in the world who had ever thought like, hmm, I want to get married in front of Cinderella's castle. Like um... it just didn't occur to me that like there was a whole, it's just not, you guys you also have to remember that like as an elder millennial, the, oh, a lot of the things that exist nowadays when it comes to planning weddings did not exist when I was little. So like, mm -hmm. There was no Disney fairy tale weddings TV show. Like that wasn't a thing. When did so, when did that start? I have to look that up. When was the I, first? I don't know if they did multiple episodes or if they did like a the this right here from Disney Parks says the first official wedding at Disney's Wedding Pavilion 
was in June of 1995 and appeared on Weddings of a Lifetime, which was a television special, and then it aired on the Lifetime Network. Yep. And so, but Disney Fairy Tale Weddings actually started in 1991, but they built that wedding pavilion in 1990. Anyway, sorry, I'm just curious about. Yeah, no, this. no. So I think I think you're right. There was the specials, and then the first like intentional, specific. There, so that was the first one, you know, back in the 90s. And then in 2017, they did two specials, so individual like standalone things. The first one was 90 minutes, um, which was in. They were both in 2017. The first one was 90 minutes, which was uh. Uh, basically like I think it was one of the bachelor the bachelors from no, the bachelor. really yeah no I think he hoped well he hosted it oh, okay. oh okay um I'm such a but bachelor anyway, fan yeah. <laughs> I would know I if one of the bachelors got married um but it basically you know followed a couple of couples through like the whole planning performance mm -hmm. and then they did a second one that year that was specific around the holidays mm -hmm. um and then in 2018 is when they did the first season of the show. And then they did a second season in 20. It aired in 2020. So it was probably filmed in 2019. Right. But anyway, but back to you. But anyway, but anyway, so. <laughs> so right. You weren't like, like completely growing up watching it. But no, yeah. Well, okay. like, I mean, this wasn't, you know, the like the wedding. Yeah. Weddings were just not like a thing that they are now. Like we didn't have social media. We didn't have Pinterest, none of that stuff. But as a Disney Parks fan, you know, that thought crossed my mind, like, for sure, as a kid of like, oh, it'd be so beautiful to get married in front of Cinderella's castle. And then there's like a gap in my life where that is not even like a thought that is a thing in my brain where I'm like, I would say probably from the ages of like eight to 28, <laughs> where I'm like, okay, that, like, it's not even a consideration that like, mm -hmm. if and when I'm thinking about getting married and having a wedding, it is in a gazillion other places and formats and and vibes and themes mm -hmm. none of which are happening at disney right so and I, so i think that this is an important point because i think a lot of people assume that someone who gets married at disney is someone who has always wanted to get married in the disney parks and right. like it's a must for them and that's for interesting sure. to me that even though i think a lot of people might assume that about you being <laughs> such a disney fan and might even say oh you're engaged are you going to get married at disney like your fiance wasn't a big disney guy at the time, no. we're, we're looping him in. We're getting him. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly but surely. Slowly, we're pulling him in. Yes. But, but right, so he's not, it, it's not like there's two huge Disney nerds getting married or something like that. No. So no. I think that it's interesting then that you got engaged and you eventually landed on this. So tell us about that journey. I should mention to our audience, you're probably going to mention this too, that you live in the southeast in, in north carolina and both yeah. of your and your now husband's families live in the northeast right. so no matter what you were going to have some kind of destination wedding for someone <laughs> whether it was yes. everybody in your family was going to have to come down to north carolina or you guys were going to have to plan a wedding in the northeast where both of your families were which i think is what other people might assume but instead right. you said guess what it's it's <laughs> We're, we're, we're going to do something different. So so tell right. me how you landed there. So it's so you were right that, yes, my my now husband um, is not 
like you know he has been to disney because he has gone with me but yeah. like that is not you know it, it's not his um i would say that our our feelings towards the disney parks are on dramatically different scales but the, which is fine um but we even when we started dating we used to talk about like the things that you know we both as individuals like wanted out of our weddings and it, whether it was to each other or not um and you know as we as we like got older and progressed in our relationship we obviously got invited to other friends and family members weddings that we went to and and every time we would go to somebody's wedding we were obviously you know thrilled for them and happy to celebrate them and loved the, every unique experience but you had and, notes. no well, <laughs> I say, I, okay here's the thing i think i think every person if you are a person that is in a relationship or in a place in your life where like this is something you are considering as part of your path and you go to a wedding every single like people would of be course. lying to you if they yeah. like left a wedding and they were like i don't have any feedback like, everybody has feedback right so we for sure had been to enough of them where we were like these things these are the things that we want and these are the things that like wouldn't be important to us which is okay for other people but like it just wasn't a thing that was meaningful to us right mm -hmm. so knowing that to your point like the majority of our family members and we have quite a lot of them are in the northeast and a lot of my friends present company included um are in you know, various places around the country and honestly the world, we knew that there was no perfect location for every single person. Mm -hmm. My, the one of the biggest things before Disney even became a conversation piece, we had, before we even engaged, I had started looking at venues um, because I, you know, wanted to get a sense of like what was out there. Mm -hmm. And I think it's helpful context for our listeners to know that, when I started looking at venues, it was, you know, mid 2021. So like, we're just coming out of the pandemic. We've had about a year and some change of weddings that have either been canceled or like postponed. And so there, it was definitely a vibe in mm. like in event spaces where if you wanted to get married at a certain place, you needed to like get on that list before you got engaged because they were booking up fast right like otherwise you're gonna have to wait a long time so i just and i was also curious from a budget standpoint like what are we talking here are we talking like you know ten thousand dollars a hundred thousand dollars like what is the idea so we we didn't want to get married in a place that anybody else we knew had gotten married in which really limited our options based on the size of our guest list mm -hmm. um which again lot of family and the few locations that i had you know come up with and had shared with my fiance or at the time my boyfriend were all i mean they were all great but like the costs were just going to add up really quickly and it was also going to require a lot of travel for either myself or for both of us going back and forth to massachusetts to like do certain things like T you know uh, catering tastings and cake tastings sure. and like it's, you know that's just like part of you know because mm -hmm. you also planned a long distance wedding so <laughs> so if we were going to do it in new england that there was just going to be a lot of obstacles and hurdles and i truly don't remember what the like i actually think it started as a joke and i'm pretty sure it was 
my now husband who was like, you know, well, what about getting married at Disney? Now he's heard people say this all the time, right? That like, oh, when you guys get married and get married to Disney, Ashley's going to make you get married there. And I have told him since day one, like that we don't need to, that's not that's a not thing. A thing. Like, we don't need yeah. To do that. Yeah. It's not a thing. Um, but he actually asked and I was like, well, I can like get a pricing idea and like show you the venues. And when we looked at the venues, he really actually sparked to how different and unique the options were that like we weren't looking at getting married at a ballroom right we weren't going to spend all this money and get married in a in a box we had to decorate but rather there were all sorts of options and some of them were really cool and you know the idea the the thing that i really wanted to stress with him was that because disney has an entire division that just does weddings there wouldn't be a whole lot of like I wouldn't have to be you know wrangling up a catering vendor a decor vendor that like it's all the majority of it's all done in-house right I'm talking to one person or two people and then those people are executing on Disney side right which would just be much less stressful <laughs> for me so when the, the best question though is he was like do we do we have to have Mickey and Minnie there? And I was like, that's not a requirement. And he was like, oh, okay. Well, in that case, great. Like he's like, as long as we don't have to have Mickey and Minnie at our wedding, I'm like, no, we can. It'll cost us like four thousand dollars, but we can do that. Thing. <laughs> but he was like, no, that's fine. So we we like actually we really considered it in earnest and looked at you know the venue options, um, like the estimated pricing. I did a lot of googling and reading and just we had just come up with an idea of like okay like this is this is what we want to do we had a time frame in which we were hoping to do it in kind of came up with a list of like our preferred venues like the vibe we kind of had it all sort of mapped out before we told our family and friends that like this was the plan and honestly we actually mapped it out before we even confirmed it with disney but we were like this is this is what we're hoping to do this is what we're moving forward with if you hadn't had a, gotten married at disney if you hadn't decided to do a disney wedding what were you likely looking at in terms of what it was going to look like for you so we definitely would have done it in massachusetts like 98 percent sure that it would have been in massachusetts the venue that was like the top contender um was you know it's, it was lovely like a historic venue in a like small-ish town not far from our hometowns beautiful but again like not a ballroom standalone venue it wasn't at like a hotel or anything but it still would require like decor we were limited on you know the catering that we could use which we each had feelings about because like we have friends who are caterers and so we'd want to like support them you know, there were limitations on like time of day. And if we, you know, if the reception was going to go past 10 p.m., then we had to have police detail. You could only have so many cars. Like there was just a lot of of things that I think are sometimes what convinces people not to have weddings at certain venues mm -hmm. because it's just, a, it's just like a lot of little details that you're not thinking about when you're looking at a venue and you're like, oh, this seems perfect. And then the venue is like, hey, you're going to need to pay $200 an hour for a police detail right. if you decide to like have your wedding go past 9 p.m. on a Saturday. And you're just like, oh, okay, that is not 
it was not a, a line item I had in my budget of like police detail, not right. a thing that, that most uh, wedding budget templates include. So, um, but that would have been it. It would have been probably in Massachusetts at a venue and there I would have racked up a gazillion Delta Sky miles flying back, back and, forth and forth to like make decisions and, and do all of that. So I guess the reason why I'm asking is there, there probably anybody who's listening to this right now is either interested, they're just like curious about a Disney wedding and what it looks like, but somebody, or, or they already know they're going to have a Disney wedding and they're going to skip over this part and get to the part where we just start talking about the ins and outs of it and how to do it. <laughs> right. But I, but for anybody who is like maybe on the fence or maybe considering talking to their partner about this, like what brought you ultimately to the decision and what would you tell someone considering it to weigh? This would be actually a good question to ask my husband, but I think the key things that really allowed us to, to be firm about making this choice was number one, that Orlando is a major tourist destination and therefore is very easy for people yeah. to fly into. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it's it it is a very simple like you fly to Orlando, you take some sort of transportation, you're at the venue in 20 minutes. Right. Like it's it's a very simple process mm -hmm. um, Two that there were a variety of resort and hotel options for every single price point. Yeah. So that we were not asking our guests to travel to our wedding and you know on top of the cost of just the travel then paying you know whatever crazy amount of money they would pay to like stay at a bread and breakfast in the middle of nowhere massachusetts um one thing that i think is really you know i talk about kate i'll talk about catering a lot but one thing that was really really important to us was feeling confident about Disney's, or I should say, any caterer's ability to manage all of the dietary restrictions and allergies that our family and friends have. Sure. Um, so, you know, my father-in-law has celiac. We obviously don't want him to get really sick mm -hmm. <laughs> at our wedding. Um, and we want to feel like we we know that whoever is handling the catering for our wedding is taking it just as seriously as we are. Mm -hmm. And so that part was really important too, is like, we, you know, we need to feel 110% like zero worry. And there have been, there are a lot of other, you know, horror stories that I've read about all sorts of caterers and venues that, you know, those things aren't taken as seriously. And like that, that was just a non-negotiable for us. Yeah. I think the last thing was the ease of of planning a wedding. When I like sat down and thought through all of the logistics of whether it was going to be in Massachusetts or it was going to be somewhere else or at Disney, if I'm doing like a, a comparing both of them, it is a lot easier for me to sit down and map out all of the things that are important to us, you know, exactly what we want, here are the things that we need, et cetera, et cetera, and hand it off to somebody else who then executes those things, you know, with a team that literally works together every single day mm -hmm. in spaces that they know probably with their eyes closed, like that this is nothing new to them versus having a, a like completely blank canvas. And then also knowing that I have to like keep my fingers crossed that whichever caterer we hire 
you know, also has worked with the venue before and like knows where the electrical outlets are. Like this might also be my event planner brain. Yeah, <laughs> but, for like, sure. These are the things. But that's but why these I are think, the things yeah, that like this is a, a, yeah. interesting in advance that you chose this as someone yeah. who works in events. You know, I mean, I think that was like a key. That was a really important piece. Was like this planning a wedding is going to be stressful regardless of yeah <laughs> where you do it and how you do it. So how can I make this the easiest po- process possible while not compromising on the things that were or are important to us. Um, and I would be doing our decision a disservice if I really didn't underscore the like uniqueness of the venue options. That it wasn't just we were looking at like, here are four different ballrooms. It was, here are- How many are we talking? Are we talking like 100? Are we talking about 50? Like, what are we- because there's so much more than just getting married in front of the castle, which is, oh, I'm yeah. sure, probably one of the most expensive, if not the most uh, expensive option. <laughs> yes. And it depends on the size of your wedding, too. Mm-hmm. I would say, I mean, I don't have a hard number in front of me, but we're probably looking at 30 to 40 okay. venue options. Yeah, that's maybe, a lot. Maybe even 50. I mean, it's, right. and that's across Walt Disney World, too, right? So, like, you know, ball, and that's not including ballrooms. You can have your wedding in a ballroom at Disney. There are plenty of ballrooms. Sure. So like that's your vibe. That's an option. But from like a unique standpoint, I would say there, there's it's probably somewhere between the the forty and fifty range. All right, cool. I love that. So yeah, so it was very much like we had we would have options mm-hmm. to choose from. They were all very different and would be unique. And that was appealing to us. We just didn't, we wanted to have something different. So now this might be me jumping to the very end, (laughs) but I feel like this is an important question up front, like a full, like, let's get an honest answer. Okay. Ready? Yep. Do you think you would have made the same decision now knowing everything that you know? Or 100%. 100%. Okay. 100%. All right. Great. Good to know. Zero is, regrets. Is there anyone out there you feel shouldn't consider a Walt Disney World wedding? Is there someone, is there a type of person, a type of bride, type of groom? Is there someone out there considering having a wedding that should not consider Walt Disney World? So I... I think if 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 having if there is even a a part of someone who is interested in getting married at Walt Disney World, Disneyland, on the cruise line, et cetera, I think it is a hundred and ten percent worth exploring. I don't think I think it would be I, I don't think that there is a a type of person that shouldn't consider it. Like I think it, there are so many different ways for you to have a wedding or a vow renewal or whatever at, a, you know, at Disney that, you know, there, there's, there, I don't think there's any sort of like specific limitations. Um, mm-hmm. And there are definitely things that you can or decisions you can make that can help like if it's a if it's a cost prohibitive measure, there are definitely things you can consider, um, you know, as you're thinking through those things. But I think it is absolutely worth exploring and actually getting like legitimate 
clear information about what this looks like. I think the thing that I struggled with a little bit, even though I knew going into it, like this was going to be the case. But the thing that I still had, I had some moments where I was like, oh, this is so frustrating, is that you are the way that the way that the timeline works in terms of the planning process is there's like, you know, a handful of decisions made up front about your venues, the dates, times, all of that sort of stuff. And then there's kind of like a there's like a stretch <laughs> where you're not really you feel like you're not doing anything. Doing anything. I remember this for you. Um, <laughs> and and it's not that you're not doing anything. It's that like you can do plenty of things yourself to like start considering looking at options, your looking dress, at ideas. Yeah, all flowers. of that stuff. Yeah. But there's nothing to like specifically confirm with Disney yet because – that stuff that that's like those are conversations that don't happen until your wedding gets much closer for a variety of reasons which we'll get into so i think that's the part that i struggled with a little bit of feeling like okay i feel like i'm just sitting around and waiting and i just took it upon myself to just you know start thinking through ideas and options so that i wasn't you know i'm like i'm the person who looks at the menu before i go to the restaurant i hate sure. to be the person who like gets up to the counter and then decides what i want to eat took the same approach to like planning our wedding it was like all right let's talk about this let's talk about that because i wanted to have a good foundation for when that those conversations started in earnest of like what we wanted what we didn't want what was important to us um having all of my questions like in one place so I could get the answers for them. And, but yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's the part that I, I seem to, I see a lot of brides and grooms struggling with when planning a Disney wedding is that in the current iteration of, of how it's being done, it's a lot of, you know, here's your date, here are your venues, like here's your room block, sign all your contracts. And then on Disney side, it feels like it's just really quiet for a while. Mm -hmm. But there are plenty of things to do in between those things, like your photography, finding, you know, finding your photographer, your videographer, your hair and makeup people, like all of those things. Right. So it's not that there isn't stuff to do. It just feels like you're like, okay, so does Disney, like Disney knows I'm getting married there, right? It's it's hard to explain, but like yeah. that is the best way to describe it. So all that to say is like, I don't think that there is a specific person who shouldn't consider a Disney wedding. I think it's just important that number one, people get as much information that they can about what can and cannot be done and like any sort of restrictions. Um, like one mm -hmm. thing that we bumped up against a little bit was how big our wedding guest list was. Kind hmm. of, it, I wouldn't say it limited the venue options, but it kind of limited the venue options in some ways. Um, so that's one thing that I, I didn't really think about, but like was absolutely a factor. And okay. I think the second thing is also, you're going to also want to get information because pri the pricing can change. So, you know, reading about somebody's wedding from 2016 is going to oh, be yeah. very <laughs> dramatically different. Sure. Um, and I think that that is also really important to just understand 
Right. Like, what so if you have a certain cost. place there at Walt Disney World that you're like, I really want to get married at such and such location, understand that there might be restrictions in terms of how many people. That that I think is a really good point. Like yeah, if you've got I, something that your heart is set on, well, then you might have to change your guest list. Well, and, and then, I think that there's, yeah, and I think there's also too, like, I think the best piece of advice around that, which we can really get into like the basics of it, but like deciding what's most important. Like if the most important thing is that you get married in front of the castle and you have certain dates and Disney comes back and is like, none of your dates are available. Well then if, if the most important thing is getting married in front of the castle, then you're gonna have to be flexible with your dates, right? Mm -hmm. But if your dates aren't flexible, then you might have to come up with alternative venues. So I think it's that kind of thing. It's like, they're doing so many weddings <laughs> that, you know, it's possible that like, the, the specific day, time, et cetera, that you want may not be available. Mm -hmm. And um, and I think you'll see that this is kind of a thread as we talk through this, that like yeah. identifying what is the more important priority is going to be the thing that kind of decides the direction you go in. Um, and yeah, I mean, the guest, the guest count can affect it. I just, I, I just remember like somebody just reading somebody asking a question about like pricing for something and their experience. And I love, I love the Disney bride community because everyone is so supportive and wants to like, it feels like a, it feels like a weird alumni club where like, you're like a, a very sub, like small subset of people <laughs> who like have all been through this thing. Um, and you know, and the people who are providing feedback, but then you would ask them like, okay, but like, you know, how long ago is your wedding? And, then you'd find out they got married in like 2012 and you're like, wow, that yeah. is very, <laughs> it's just very different now. So um, I think that's why it's really important to just like, you know, it's the same thing like planning a vacation before you crowdsource your Disney vacation, you should get information from Disney yeah. themselves. Mm -hmm. So we should tell people your numbers and where you ended up getting married don't you think okay sure yeah we can talk about specifics okay let's just so okay. they know just so they have some okay. context so our initial estimate on our guest count was 120 that's about i think i think we invited about like 120 125 um i knew even looking at that list i could generally get a sense of like who would definitely come, who probably wouldn't be able to make it. And then, you know, and there's always some surprises in there, right? And then we ended at, I want to say like 89, 90. Well, I should back up and say we an we landed yeah. around 100. <laughs> we landed around like 100, 90, 98, 100, um, which changed in the last like four days before our wedding because uh, – a hurricane rolled through. Yes. I don't know if you guys heard about this. This, this tiny <laughs> little hurricane called Hurricane Ian is like largest hurricane. Happened to be the week. Happened of to be her the wedding. week of my wedding. Yeah, uh, not did not have that on my wedding planning spreadsheet uh, no. of things to, to think about. Um, so our numbers dipped just a bit, just for some folks who were unfortunately unable to to get on flights to get there. Um, but started with one twenty you know, probably if that hadn't happened, we probably would have ended up around like 95 to 100. We had uh, a Sunday wedding 
and uh, the initial contracted plan was uh, we had two events. We on Saturday we had a welcome party from eleven to two outdoors at Seabreeze Point, which is if you've ever been to the Boardwalk uh, Yacht Club, Beach Club, Crescent Lake area, it is the um, white gazebo looking structure between the Boardwalk and the Beach Club. And then our actual wedding was on a Sunday, and the initial plan was a 12 p.m. ceremony time at the Yacht Club gazebo with a 1 p.m. cocktail hour, or what Disney calls a pre-reception, um, and 2 p.m. reception, 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. reception in all in the Atlantic Dance Hall on the boardwalk. That was the plan. That was the plan. <laughs> that was the plan. Spoiler alert to the end of the uh, podcast. Things did not go as planned. Yes. But that's all we'll say. I feel like we need like a date. What do they say in Dateline? Like, or did they? Or, <laughs> or did it? Or was it? <laughs> yes. Was it at the Atlantic Dance Hall? If you mm. stalk mm. Ashley's Instagram page, you'll find the answer. Spoiler alert. <laughs> that's all for part one. If you're ready to dig into the details with us, head over to part two. If you just want to hear the story of her wedding, then head to part three. Meanwhile, you can find us online at themeparkettes.com. For your daily dose of Theme Parkettes, check out at Theme Parkettes on TikTok or at The Theme Parkettes on Instagram. My personal Instagram is at actor Jessica Gardner. And I'm at Happy Go Ashley. We are Jessica and Ashley, The Theme Parkettes. And hey, we'll see you in parts two and three. As always, you can sit with us. <laughs>